welcome to Choices Finding Your Joy. Paula LaVille here, your host and founder of Wellness Inspired. I am going to do a quick shout out to everyone before we get started. My new book, Why Am I So Happy, is available to order on my website for free. You just pay shipping. I'm real excited to share it with everyone. So just happy to share that with you. Let's get started. We have a fantastic guest and he has been on the show before. I just find him so fascinating and intriguing, the information we learn. We have with us today, David Lowe. He has a master's, a PhD, he's an author, former religion professor and counselor who today does dream work. He has done so much research over the years and he is just amazing with his knowledge of dream work. So first off, David, welcome. Thank you, it's ever so much, Paul. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, wonderful. I always love chatting with you. For, for those that have not previously uh, listened to you on my show, give us a, a bit of your background for them. I'm about, about 40 years worth of spiritual seeking following major and, 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 and minor gurus, lots of yoga and meditation, travel to India and so forth. Two advanced degrees, about six years worth of living, eight years worth of living in in spiritual communities, doing practices and so forth. But there's been a lot of dreaming, uh, and ex uh, more so than average, I've been on a big dream journey. My, my dreams have opened up further and further with my yoga, perception, meditation, and so on. I really have a dialogue going with God's self, as, as, as I like to call him, in a way that I didn't used to have, and, 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 and in a way that everybody can have with just enough longing for it through, through their dreams, yeah. through their what, dream. What triggered this fascination and love with dream work, David? What triggered you to jump into that as you have? Well, I didn't really have a choice. We all have different spiritual karmas and inner spiritual profiles, I, I like to say, which, which draw us to some paths and not to others. We don't really have a choice about that. So karmically, I was destined to get into dream work just because I dream so much. I was predisposed to be scattered and spacey, which, you know, you know, not really in your body. That's been one of my major issues, but it does, it, it does predispose, it, 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 it has predisposed me to dream a great deal and to understand symbolism and so forth connected with it. Yeah. So what would you say, basically, what is dream work? What is that in itself? Dream work is any intentional effort a person or a group makes to, makes to understand their dreams, whether formally, informally, with or without training. Yeah, dream work. And there, there are systematic ways of doing that. There are many different ways of, of working with dreams, working with others in groups is usually the most powerful and productive but but you can work individually as well yeah. yeah dream work so is it important to understand our dreams well you know it's interesting uh nothing is more i mean up until now anyway few things are more ignored than the most 
the, the most common spiritual faculty we all have as human beings, which is our ability to, to, to look at our dreams and to see what's coming up in a way, the way that we otherwise couldn't. Um, so, yeah, if, 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 if you ignore your dreams, your life will turn out okay, probably in the, the way that most lives do, but you will not be as happy as quickly as you otherwise would be. Um, they are meaningful. You do, you can get on the beam of understanding them, getting them to respond to your questions. It takes work and discipline, but it can be done. Your dreams are a faculty we all have to, uh, to tune into more effectively for yes. guidance. Yes. And so we can really benefit ourselves and learn a lot by trying to understand what that message is, can't we? Yes, yes, and it's easy. It's, I mean, you do, you do have to make an effort. We do have to take an, an explicit interest in dreams that maybe we didn't before. Read a book about them, get a notebook, put it by the side of your bed, you know, meditate, do like a little ritual beforehand, praying for guidance. If you do that sort of thing and you're good about your overall spirituality, you will start to remember dreams in a way that you didn't before. That's a guarantee. Um, but you know, we do need to make that effort and to express that longing with our, with our actions, with our being by reading and studying dreams in a way, in, in a way that we didn't before. We, we need to take an interest. That's important. They happen for a reason, dreams do. Yeah, so are you saying if we take more of an interest in our dreams and understanding them, we're just gonna remember more of them? You will. That's a guarantee. I mean, I, I, I've worked with people who, it's, it's really interesting how, I mean, most people who come to dream groups have been dreaming and often write them down. But there's always, it's interesting, there's out of every six or seven people, there's one or two who came precise because they hardly ever dream at all. They can remember one dream in their whole life and they want to start remembering their dreams more often. So yeah, I mean, you can take a greater interest in them. Um, do make any initiative in your spirituality, especially anything that gets new feelings stirred or st stirring up around inside you. To do something which is challenging, which is which is emotionally challenging, um, kind of a personal breakthrough sort of thing. You will get those thoughts and feelings moving around inside you. If they're a little uncomfortable, you will begin to dream. Things will things will shake up, and you will start um, getting opportunities to move forward in your spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. through dream work well i would love to do some various examples so perhaps something like let's say i dream i'm in a room and i'm dressed but everyone else around me is in their underwear and then maybe also a dream where i'm falling down what what would you say to those those types of examples that's an interesting dream you just mentioned of course a very very common one one of the most common of, uh, of um, what I call common psychology dreams is dreaming that, that, that you yourself and we ourselves are undressed in public or insufficiently dressed in public. That, you know, that, that, I mean, that's like a no brainer. That's almost always relates to being overly defensive, being, being nervous about insecure about what other people are thinking about you. Um, you know, maybe, maybe sharing too much about yourself more, more than you should. Um, you know, general issues like that, defensiveness, sharing too much, um, insecurity, those are the kinds of things that, that a dream like that wants to point out. 
Very common. Um, so if you're the one dressed and others aren't, does that mean you're secure? And I mean, I, I've heard lots of different stories from people over the years, and that one I thought was really an interesting one. Yeah, well, the, 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 um, the thing to be aware of is that, you know, I can't help you with a dream unless I know you very well. When I work with clients, I get five different categories of information before, before I hear anything about the dream. Basic demographics, um, family configuration, relationships, who's alive, wow. who's, who's talking, who's not, emotional issues, personal yeah. issues, practical issues, um, and uh, what I call um, um, well, career interests and goals. Yeah. Five categories of information. But my, my, the main one is what is your mind dwelling on? That's the thing that most dreams are speaking up about. So, you know, I mean, I would imagine you're dressed, other people aren't, and they're all in their underwear except for yourself. It's maybe one way of looking at that. Well, I have psychic abilities. I can see things about folks and I need to realize and feel blessed. I can see things about people. I, I, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't think of myself as a freak or whatever. Maybe coming to say, hey, don't worry, you can do this. No big deal. Just be aware that you have this talent. And, or it could be, it could be um, in another situation, maybe, maybe the dreamer is being too critical of others. Maybe he, maybe he thinks of them as, uh, as, as helpless, or as uh, little animals that he can poke around. He's a very selfish person who wants to manipulate other people. Maybe he wants to take advantage of them sexually. And it could be any number of depending upon the person's issues, yes. depending upon the person's issues. The, the main thing to be aware of though, is that there's a feeling element to dreams. If dreams have an intellectual message, they also have a more important, a feeling dimension, uh, opportunity for catharsis. And that's a therapeutic thing, which, which, which is difficult to do except in person. But dreams are literally, the objects in dreams you can think of as frozen feelings. And um, they contain uh, great opportunity for personal catharsis of deep emotional issues. And that is the deeper level of dream work you can do. The best dream work both, uh, both happen at the same time. When, when you tune in effectively enough to, to what a dream is saying, you know you're on the money when you begin to feel it in your body. That's the touchstone of all great dream work. You feel the meaning in your, it's not just a head thing, you're feeling it in your body. Um, that's when you, that's when you know that you're on the right track in dream work. So yeah. here's a question. So let's say, because I believe, you know, dreams, sometimes we can have a particular dream and we can wake up and we can be feeling good about that dream. That was so great. I loved it. I feel good. Or it could be a dream where, gosh, why did I dream that? And maybe be a little scared or nervous. Should we look at that? How, how do we handle that type of thing? Well, the, the, the most important thing to bear in mind is that uh, the more unpleasant a dream is, the more it's trying to get your attention. That's the only reason why dreams are unpleasant, most of us think in the field, are to get your attention. Okay, uh, repetitive dreams, recurring dreams, also, some hello, stupid, do something about this finally. They're just trying to get a message across of some sort or other. So, I mean, yeah, it's nightmares are interesting. Our un unpleasant dreams can be good insofar as that they indicate that um, that you're wrestling with things. 
you're, 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 you're looking at life's problems and dealing with them and going through stuff in the process of dealing with them, you know, learning as you go. Um, but they also can indicate things that, okay, you're dealing with this, you're doing well, but you also have this to learn, you know, in general, an unpleasant dream out of the blue, um, or even if they're regular, you need to look at uh, the more unpleasant a dream is, the more, more important it is and the greater opportunity it offers for personal growth. That's the paradox of dreaming. You know, these wonderful dreams are great, but the best dreams in, 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 in many ways are the most awful ones. Because <laughs> they have the wow. they, they, they present the greatest opportunities uh, for personal growth. Is it yeah. because they shake us up a bit and they, they make us think outside the box? Well, they, 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 their intention is certainly to make you think outside the box, but mainly it's, it's just to have you face up to something that, well, things that we've been doing our best to ignore. You know, we often have issues. All of us have long-term issues, which we, which, which we deal with on a regular basis and which are never completely cured or resolved. But, you know, quite often, if we have a recurring dream, then we, we, it, we should be doing more about that, that issue than we are. That issue may, may, may always be there a little bit, but we could be a lot happier and further along with resolving it if, if we do something about that issue and that way we won't have that recurring dream over and over and over again. And of course, you know, most dreams are symbolic. And although part of our personality does understand them, I'm sorry, part of our personality does understand them, um, um, part of our personality. <laughs> sorry, it happens. It's okay. Part of our personality. Uh, 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 the Seth books tell us that a deeper part of our personality does get it, even if we don't on the surface. But it's nice to be able to work with somebody to understand things on the conscious level. And I can't tell you how many times in dream groups and with individuals, people say, "Oh wow! Oh my goodness!" whoa, you've really helped me today. Yes. So, you know, my job is to guide the person to his or her own understanding of what the dream means. I can't tell them. It wasn't my dream. What I can do is guide them for a more symbolic and less literal understanding of it. With Jeremy Taylor, he is our big dream work guy over the 20th century um, who's really influenced us really more than anyone else through his, through his books, I think. Um, um, and he says, all dreams come in the service of health and wholeness. All of them. I'll, I'll buy that to 95%. Uh, pretty much all of them, I think. He's right, come in the service of health and wholeness. They, they want us to be happier. And they are our spirituality's main means of doing so. You know, if, if God's self exists, and I think he does, and we can get into a dialogue with that God self, dreams are the primary venue through which we have contact with those higher level, levels of reality. Yeah. Wow. Well, amazing. And the fact that we can have dreams reoccurring and reoccurring, that fascinates me that, that we're like, it's, Get this message. There is a message here. That's some determination coming through, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, there, there's a message, and it's so easy to miss what it is because of, the, you know, I mean, we have to do our part. You know, God's self isn't going to spoon feed us stuff. 
we have to do our part. And so we work with other people in certain ways. It's very easy to get, I mean, six or seven other people in a well-facilitated dream circle are far more valuable than one expert like me. Um, so my, the greatest work I do is, is, is in facilitating groups where everybody helps everybody else understand what their dreams are saying. And um, only the dreamer knows what, what the dream means. Only the dreamer has his or her particular thoughts, feelings, um, memories, sentiments. So, you know, when I share a dream with somebody else, that person dreams it for himself. And um, when five or six people share their own understanding of that dream, of what that dream, of what that dream would mean to them, the symbols start to resonate and people begin getting insights yeah. without ever having been told, this is what your dream means. That's the last thing you want to do is tell someone what their dream means. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the one thing you want to avoid doing in dream work is telling somebody what their dream means or so trying. Your goal with helping others and working with them is to help them figure out what that dream meant, what the message come to their Come to their own understanding. You can help, you can like, like water, like the symbol water, very, very profound symbol, emotions, feelings, depth, femininity, wisdom, everything grows out of water and so forth. That's a symbol with a lot of profound meaning, you know, and exactly how it applies to that person's situation, if he has a dream with water in it, is something which he or she will pick up when I, you know, I hint to them or inform them about the profound nature of that symbol and all the different things it can mean all the zillions of things that water can mean in the profound way that it usually shows up as a symbol in dreams. And so it's going to be different for everybody. Um, so, and um, dreams work for us on a spiritual level, don't they? Overall. Would yeah, you? I think, it, I mean, they, they seem to be a kind of advanced radar is the way I like to, the way I like to explain it. We all, we all have these basic psychic, psychic faculties as human beings. Some people have special gifts like clairvoyance or whatever, but, but we all dream. And as I understand it, we pick up things way below, way super, super below the radar. Um, our, our, our faculties are stretching out beyond time and space into the higher dimensions, always looking for interference patterns in the future, you know? I mean, we're going to go through stuff anyway in our lives. No matter how good we are about our spirituality and our dreams, still, there are going to be difficult things happening. We, we, we all have karmas, but probably three, three out of four things that happen to us, we can make them easier ahead of time through dreaming, through, through, through dream work and through dream analysis. But so those, those, those faculties reach out ahead of time. We're always looking for interference patterns in higher dimensions in the future and report back to us in dreams. Yes. That's what most of us who work at the spiritual end of it seem to think that dreams are. Um, that there are some dream works who, who are more orthodox and confined to a more three-dimensional understanding of how dreams can help us. But most of us in the field do acknowledge higher dimensions and do think about, do believe in, we are believers, we do believe in, in enlightenment in some sense or other and that we're all headed there. And that dreams do point us in that direction. But we need, we need the gumption. We need the time and we need the, the interest to actually work with the dreams. Write them down, 
talk to other people about them, read books and see therapists if you want to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that takes time. Yeah. But, you know, if you have repetitive or troubling, violent dreams, call me, please. It'd be well worth it. If there's been a lot of repetitive dreams happening over and a lot of violent dreams keep happening over and over again, give me a call for goodness yeah. sake. Call David. And David, share your information with us and and a little bit about your book and how we can get a copy of your book as well. Yeah, no, the website, David Lowe, no E on the name, David Lowe, MSPhD.com, Masters of Science, Doctor of Philosophy, David Lowe, MSPhD.com. The book is Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice, awkward title, but short, sweet compilation of all the basic common practices and philosophies and all, all the spiritual paths have certain underlying common features. Uh, my book outlines what those are in, in sort of a humorous way with pictures and word balloons and so forth. Um, it's all condensed in nice 200 pages, um, fun, easy reading, lots of pictures and so on. And um, dreams are important. I have a chapter in there on dreams. So uh, I've also written some smaller guides to dreams, a small book booklet about dreams for my clients and fellow dream workers. Um, but I've yet to write my dream book. You gotta write a dream book in this business. You know, we all, all, all the great dream workers have written dream books. Um, there's all, you know, there are tons of them out there, but mine will contribute at some level or other, but there's a lot of great stuff out there already. Yeah, David Lowe, MSPHD.com, David at WorldSpirituality.com, David at WorldSpirituality.com is the email. That's easy to remember. I love it. I love it. What, what message about dreams do you really feel is the, the strongest point that you want to make today for everyone to think about? And, and, you know, how you can help them with understanding that as well. You can, it's, the, the main thing is to realize that you can get a dialogue going with your inner self. We all dream. And through journaling and study and meditation and on a regular basis, you can get on a beam and get direction and in a way that you weren't getting before. Um, and that's something I can help you start doing. Um, quite often when somebody contacts me, it's because there's, there's, there's been an accumulation of repetitive or nightmare kinds of dreams that think, what's going on? You know, but after that, I can put you on kind of a regimen of practices, which are commonsensical anyway, but, but, but if you want to work with somebody to, 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 um, to be accountable to, I'm here. So yeah, that, that's kind of what I would like to say about dreams as a valuable mode of, of, of spirituality. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because they really can give us some great messages and insight, can't they? Yeah. I mean, most, a lot of us who are doing very well in our lives and our spirituality, we get dreams and they're very playful and loving and fun and beautiful. But we get message dreams too. We get direction. You know, sometimes it's pretty obvious, sometimes it's not. But it's out there. Yeah. Dreams are a natural faculty we all possess. And, you know, biologically, they're very important for brain maintenance in ways that we don't completely understand. They have cognitive functions. There's information processing involved. Lots of theories of dream work. They all contribute at their own level. They're 
purely biological theories, which don't involve, which um, two thirds of the people who study dream don't believe in the spiritual dimension at all. But of course, a lot of us do, you know, mm -hmm. and um, we know that, that they are very bad. I can go on tons of experiences I can tell you, which would confirm a thousand percent in my own experience. How valuable, how, how, how valuable dreams have been for me and can be for so many others. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can only imagine what you've been able to realize with your own dreams as well as what you've seen and been able to offer and help others. It's got to be so fascinating. Yeah, it's, 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 dream work is very, it's, it's challenging because you really have to work through your own dreams and I mean, what qualifies me more so than anything else is, is not my degrees. They help, sure. Um, the fact that I've been willing to work with other teachers, get help when I needed it, and just 35 years worth of dream work in conjunction with, with, uh, with um, a mystical spiritual path. Yes. Oh, um, I love it. Oh, David, I just so enjoy chatting with you, and it just fascinates me so much. And... What an amazing topic this is. It is because it's something in everyone's life. Yeah, we all have that faculty. Yes. And um, we all can um, share it with other people. You know, ancient tribes, indigenous peoples would often sit around in the morning and talk about their dreams and their, and their families and the, the inspirations that they contain, uh, the directions from the deities in their, in their culture's tradition. Um, a lot of direction happens through dreams yeah. and just by talking about them just by talking about them even if there's no even if there's no definite direction that anybody can figure out a magical feeling a more powerful feeling of communication between everybody happens mm -hmm. communitas some scholars call it yeah. um, a deeper sense of communion communion with everybody automatically takes place at a deeper level just because you're talking about your dreams yeah so there's a big step right there. It's amazing. Oh, David, this has been so great. I, I could go on forever about dreams. I, I'm fascinated it's by it's them. It's wonderful talking to, to, to you, Paula. It's so great to, uh, to um, get this communion going, this feeling of the value and excitement that we can have through looking at our, looking at our dreams and making that new initiative that any of us can to it does it you need to it takes time and effort but it's worth it it's really really worth it it's worth it oh thank you david thank you so much and okay. everyone out there thank you for joining us today love hugs and blessings david love hugs and blessings love hugs and blessings to you paula until next time bye 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 live a happy life Turn your average life into a happy life with Paula Vale's book, Why Am I So Happy? Tired of waking up to the same routine, but just a different day? Would you like to live a happy life effortlessly? We want to introduce you to Paula Vale, the author of Why Am I So Happy? Paula is a TV slash radio host, Reiki master slash teacher, and published author. She understands life's challenges and will guide you in releasing negative thoughts to find emotional and physical joy and balance. Paula shares tips on how to invest in yourself to become the joy-filled person you were meant to be. Paula's book, 
Why Am I So Happy is informative, inspiring, and overflowing with gratitude. Her words benefit both men and women and provide a guide to living a happy, healthy, fun, and prosperous life. Why live the happy life? Because you deserve it. It's that simple. Don't procrastinate because you could be living your happy life now. Purchase Paula's book, Why Am I So Happy? on Amazon.com today.